Hello everybody and welcome to Busy Playing Something, episode 2 for Busy Playing Something Live here on YouTube. I am Sean, your host for today, and I am joined by the tarnished one himself, Joshua LaRosa. Joshua, give us a little wave. Hi, tri-finger butthole. Great. It's an Elden Ring meme. Ah, yes, he's uh, he's he's getting on the meme train of the, uh, of the Elden Ring, that's good. Uh, but another Souls player who... You know, I, I guess you're also on the uh, on the train of the lore of Elden Ring, Ricky El Nizzo. What up? I'm obsessed. I am 100% obsessed. Now, I was going to be... We are, like, usually talking about our games that we play and all that sort of stuff. You guys are still doing Elden Ring. We'll get, I guess we'll get to that a little bit later. But anyway, thank you very much for everyone who is joining. Uh, we're going to start off... We've actually got a question. It was a Twitter question that was asked of us during the week. So this is by Twitter user Craig of War, and he's asked, are we sick of PlayStation's first-party, third-person action games? So I'm guessing that goes along, you know, your Uncharted, your Last of Us, your God of War, your Horizon, your Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Death Stranding. Uh, did I miss any, Josh? Uh, no, you've got all the main ones. Death Stranding second-party, but we'll allow it. Yeah, we'll allow it. It's basically, first party. We're, it is. Know. Oh well, if they buy Kojima, it will be Kojima Productions. That is true. So, I guess the question is: Are we sick of PlayStation doing these? Uh, uh, you know, would we like to see a, a different sorts of games coming as first party titles? We know that uh, we are going to get The Last of Us uh, factions, and we've just recently got Gran Turismo Seven, which was an absolute great flop. Uh, Ricky. I'll ask you, as someone who doesn't necessarily play PlayStation games much, but you bought you bought a PlayStation just for mostly the exclusives, yeah? Uh, yeah, like they do have a formula, but it works. Like they keep pumping out, like you said, there's action, adventure, third party or third person sort of titles, and yeah, it it could get to a point where yeah, it's like all right, it's time to to move on from that it's time to do something else but these studios that's their bread and butter it's what they do best and it's what people want obviously because we still see massive sales of these games every time they drop one and they drop them i think infrequently enough so mm. that it's not a big deal like we're not getting a last of us every year or an uncharted every year whereas something like Assassin's Creed, the burnout is so quick because same thing, it's a third-person action-adventure game, but we get them every year and the formula is so similar that we're just like, are we getting another one of these, really? Are we, do we not have anything else, Ubisoft? So I think that... Uh, and also, the strength of these games is not necessarily the gameplay, it is the story. It is the, you know, the story being told, the story you unfold as you go through these games that is a lot more fun... Um, than necessarily oh look we can do a cool crafting mechanic this time around like that's not why i'm playing these games i'm playing a game because i want to unravel a cool story so i think there's a, a big difference between sony pumping these types of games out compared to a studio that pumps out the same sort of game every year where it's like at least there's something different and the story is compelling enough for me to be like oh i really want to play i really want to you know delve into another um uh you know horizon or last of us or whatever um from these studios so i think there is definitely a difference there yeah okay josh you haven't skipped a beat you haven't skipped a single first party third person action adventure game from playstation is that correct mm. oh not in a very long time <laughs> i can't i can't remember the last one i've missed but uh i 
I understand where this question is coming from. Um, I think that exactly to Ricky's point, that's PlayStation's bread and butter. That's what carried them through the, t- you know, from 2009 PS3 era. That's where we got, you know, infamous Uncharted and Jadded. Um, and then through obviously PS4, we saw God of War, Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, and the list goes on Horizon, the first one, and now the second one as well. I will say that I'm finding that I think this is more of a Horizon critique, but I've felt it more recently. I don't know if it's because it launched so close to Elden Ring, but they're starting to become a bit over kind of engineered, right? Where it's, you know, they've they've got such a big team that are QA testing it. And, you know, you're trying to complete a puzzle and you you may not get it in 10 seconds. And Aloy would be like, oh, why don't you just climb over there? I'm like, let me, let me figure it out. I think there is a sweet spot with... I think Ghost of Tsushima specifically is probably my favourite type of first-party open-world game. I don't think it's as over-engineered as, say, Horizon, which I still really like, and it's one of the best games this year. Are we sick of it? I think they're not coming out as frequent as we think. As people who play a lot of games or in the industry, we're always talking about what's next from Santa Monica, what's next from Naughty Dog. We know the beats. But if you're just a, a casual gamer that you know maybe plays a few games per year and you happen to pick up Ghost of Tsushima and then you picked up Horizon a year or two later, like they're different enough where they feel like completely different experiences. So I don't think we're tired of them yet. I don't think the industry is definitely not tired of them yet. However, I think Sony recognize the need to diversify and that's where we're getting those 10 uh, live service games coming between now and 2025 and you know, PlayStation or Sony buying Evo and investing in esports. So we are going to see them diversify, uh, but we're definitely not done. And I will say I do miss some of the old school, more linear third-person action games. You're, you're Uncharted as opposed to like, a, again, a Last of Us Part 2, which is a bit more open world. And then you've got Horizon and Ghost, which are full-on open world games. I, I wouldn't mind getting a, you know, a 2009 to 2014 style you know, PlayStation first party game, but definitely not over them yet. Sean, what about you? Like, I think you, you play most of the larger ones that have they've come out. Do you feel any burnout with, with these games or you feel like they're infrequent enough where they're kind of pillar, you know, pillar games that come out you got to play them? I, I really think this sort of question depends on your perspective of PlayStation as a whole and what they've been able to bring to games. And whenever you talk about PlayStation and you talk about their exclusives, and you bundle them all together and you put all their games in a line, yeah, you can absolutely see similarities where they are a first-person, third-person, or first-party, third-person action-adventure game. And, you know, whether it's open world or, or it's linear, like that kind of, that part's a little bit irrelevant, but you kind of feel like there's a pattern. But that's only when you put them all up against the, a line. In reality, mm. they're all different games for their own different reasons. And so, you know... It, it might be a little bit different, you know, beforehand. So you're talking about the 2009 onwards PlayStation 3. We had PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Like PlayStation tried these sorts of things and they weren't quite hitting the market at the time as well as they could have. Whereas when they started to hit with Uncharted and they started to, you know, hit with uh, The Last of Us and they're like, okay, well, hang on a second. There, there's, you know, an audience here. Yeah, it makes sense. Absolutely go for that cash cow. And not just that, but if you've got stories to tell, why not create games to tell them? So Mm. I get where it's kind of coming from. But in the end, I don't think we're going to be suffering burnout. The only reason we'd suffer burnout is if we put in third-party titles as well. Like, Ricky, you were mentioning Assassin's Creed, how, you know, they had the yearly 
uh, installment and now it's every two years and now we might not even have that because of you know assassin's creed legacy and and the valhalla dlcs and all that sort of stuff so like even they've had to change tact that you can't have similar games coming out every year you've got to change it up a bit and Call of Duty's doing the same thing exactly that. Yeah. yeah Call of Duty's changing it up so so like Sony's been very clever with that in in essence because they've been able to to push them out you know at separate times throw in a Ratchet and Clank a Sackboy uh, a Spider-Man even which yeah third person action adventure almost but it's it's a different feel of a game mm. so in essence you might be sick of it if all you play is PlayStation exclusives. But if you're, mm. you know, if you still play Pokemon on your Switch, or if you're playing Halo Infinite on the Xbox or Sea of Thieves, you're not going to get that feeling because you're like, well, there is variety out there. I don't need to, you know, restrict myself to just this one console and whatever games that they themselves develop and release. You've got so many games out there to choose from. It just, you're cheating yourself. Get out there. You know, yeah. go go touch some grass, feel some, feel the sun in your hair, and you know, get that vitamin D. I'm feeling very pure today. I think it's the uh, the white. I'm I'm so I'm not recognizing myself in white here, and it's um you know I feel like I got like the halo going on with this the PS5 headset. I Come feel- in peace. Go play uh go play Sly Cooper. I feel like so I'm so it's, it's um it's no longer touch. Go outside and touch grass. It's go outside and touch grace. Mm, yes. Uh, gotta go yes. touch. Some- Touch some of that grace, baby. Oh my gosh! Actually, maybe take your Vita. You know what? Take your Vita out. All right. I, yeah. I want you to do this. All right, listeners <laughs> and and watchers and viewers and all that. Take your first generation Vita out. Right. OG with the proprietary uh, charger. Go go to a library. No. Go to a local park. But go to a park that's got access to power. I don't know if you need a long extension cable. Plug it in. Have it powered. Play some Patapon. Maybe a little bit of Golden Abyss. Come back to me. Why, Talk to me why wouldn't you just play Pokemon Go at a park? You know, we can't all be dorks. <laughs> well, well, look, I actually, <laughs> hey, why don't you take your 3DS and do Street Pass, all right? But anyway, um, you you guys have uh, obviously cracked in. You guys are knuckled with the Elden Ring references. I'm guessing you're both balls deep, no holds barred, still going with that. Ricky, you're, you're nodding incessantly. Yep. yep. You're very yeah, excited. No, I'm, I'm currently going through... Um, a bunch of just like caves and mines and just like little side areas and stuff to try and find like other bosses weapons and stuff before i like because I'm, I'm in the it's hard to call it the end game but i'm like i'm in i'm getting towards the end game now okay and i'm still feeling a little bit under leveled i would say um at least for my ability um so i'm like i'm just sort of exploring and sort of like trying to just cover all those little corners of the map that I may have like missed uh, on my first go around uh, a few of the starting areas. So I'm yeah. just like, I'm just exploring and just having fun. And like, that's still like the best part of the game is just going and just doing stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely sort of getting towards the pointy end of the stick uh, and the game's getting real, real. <laughs> Josh, what about yourself? You're, you're stuck in it now. Yep, 32 hours in, so I think I've pumped in another 10 hours uh, over the week. Loving it, just defeated Radan, so that kind of gives Ooh. you a guide as to where I am. I'm, uh, yeah, still still loving it. I went back and purchased the Collector's Edition, but we'll, we'll touch on Elden Ring a little bit further in in our 2022 Q1 in review, which is a great name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pl- plenty to talk about Elden Ring. Still loving it, still recommend it. Finger butthole. 
Yep. Yeah, the good stuff. All right. Well, I've been playing a couple of different games. Uh, it's Elden Ring. I did pick up my uh, my collector's edition with the statue, so I've got that sitting there for PS5. I did get it for. Um, but I'm currently playing Satisfactory, which if you guys don't know, it's basically it's like a Minecraft sort of thing. You 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 land on a planet and you've got to build stuff. So you know, you might mine some ore and then you'll put it on a conveyor belt to turn it into iron bar ingots and then put it into storage and then you'll pull it out somewhere and you'll have other conveyor belts going everywhere. And yeah, it's a whole bunch of stuff. It's all conveyor belts. Uh, so I'm enjoying a bit of that and I'm still going through some of my uh, older retro games. So remember the, uh, the Wii U and the 3DS stores are closing next year in March. So I'm starting to go through some of those games so I can kind of retire those consoles. So I'm playing Pokemon Sun, which I didn't finish. Mm. Uh, I think I'm only up to the second gym, whatever it is. Uh, I, I've lost. I've, I haven't played it for, yeah, years, I'd say. So Spoilers. You catch a few, oh, yeah. some, some a trash can with some eyes on it. You fight, you go into a gym. Uh, you you yeah. fight the elite. Whatever, yeah, whatever they are. No, 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 See, I, I love my Bulbasaur. Anyway. Fair enough. We are going to move on now. We're going to go to the main topic that we would like to discuss, and that is, surprisingly, Kingdom Hearts. Well, they've had their 20th anniversary celebration, and they've announced a couple of different games, a couple of different updates, all together in a nice, tight little package. So we're just going to oh. run... <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing about Kingdom Hearts is ever in a tight little package. It's all like spread out this is, across. This is like eleven years. minutes. This is the shortest <laughs> Kingdom Hearts reference you'll ever see ever. Oh, right. gosh. Oh. <laughs> Calm down, Goofy. All right. So we'll mention a couple of the uh, the smaller announcements. So the first one is Kingdom Hearts Missing Link has been announced. So it is an action RPG mobile game. So you'd be holding it portrait mode. Uh, it is location-based, which I think is interesting. Uh, we didn't really hear too much about that, but you're meant to be able to play with your friends. Uh, and location-based games, for those who don't know, things like your um, Harry Potter Wizarding World, your Pokemon Go, your Pikmin, C Settlers of Catan as one, even. Yeah, there's a whole bunch. Um, and the closed beta is in 2022 for specific regions. Has not been announced whether or not Australia is going to get it, but let's be honest here. That's going to be a no. So what were our thoughts initially with Kingdom Hearts Missing Link? Ricky? Uh, can you just skip me, please? Yep, sweet. Josh? He is the Missing Link. <laughs> I, I, I skipped through all this. I, I was at one point such a big Kingdom Hearts fan, and even some of the 3DS and, you know, like I was there. But they lost me when they started introducing the mobile games and then kept all the lore in those games. Oh, and I'm sure this, you know, this uh, location-based game for Kingdom Hearts is probably going to have the most important piece of lore that is now going to dictate the next 20 years of Kingdom Hearts. So, no, I've got no thoughts. I'm excited it's like, for, yeah, for Kingdom you guys. Hearts, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, has, 
in regards to like their mobile games and their, their side spin-offs they've basically done the assassin's creed mistake because assassin's creed the the initial trilogy so one two and three was basically had this whole story about the ancestors before mm. and the main villain of that story or of that story arc so they didn't actually finish at the end of kingdom uh, of um assassin's creed 3 they didn't finish it off hmm. she was killed in the comic book yeah and it's like, like halo yeah. shit where it's just yeah and, god <laughs> and you'd be like well why isn't it part of a game that's where everyone's getting it oh so you mean i have to read these three books and then these two series and then read this one comic book yeah. it's just it gets too convoluted Anyway, Kingdom Hearts is more. kind of giving me, yeah, <laughs> but there's more. Kingdom Hearts is giving me those sorts of vibes. Uh, Nomura. So yeah, Nomura. now that there's the missing link game, great, cool. I'm totally lost after Kingdom Hearts too. So, yeah, good luck, like yeah. trying to bring me back into that. Uh, mm. The next one I wanted to mention was Kingdom Hearts Union, uh, cross with Dark Road gets a new chapter, uh, and it is the Dark Road chapter so whatever that means <laughs> yeah so so kingdom hearts union cross dark road is another mobile game uh it's base it's very story driven it is turn-based strategy it's almost like a paper mario style sort of game and nobody knows what it is and nobody cares mm. but anyway gentlemen your thoughts ricky's given us the thumbs up so i guess he has no comment josh more power to you it, it, you know if you're into these things go for it if you love namora and you love just convoluted just Oh, friendship! Oh, Mickey Mouse and all that. Like, go for it. But <laughs> huh? the true joy is with this next one. Joy is not a way I would describe this. Kingdom Hearts Four was announced. <sighs> Here we go again. So, it is the beginning of the Lost Master arc. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what does that mean? Just hold up, boys. I'm, I'm still got some things to... <laughs> Jesus. All right. I've still got some things to point out. But yes, it is the beginning of the Lost Master arc. This is a continuation and a new trilogy, possibly longer, for Sora. So for those of you who played Kingdom Hearts 3, I actually haven't yet. Uh, I don't know what happens at the end. All I know is that it was open-ended. So now, I have, and I still don't know what happens at the end. <laughs> fantastic. So anyway, it's the beginning of the Lost Master arc. So we've we're introduced in the trailer to a new world called uh, Quadratum, or mm, Quadratum. I think it's Quadratum, uh, which looks like the real world. So it's got it basically looks like a city. So yeah, it's, it's like very Final Fantasy thirteen versus looking. It's almost Final 15. Fantasy fifteen mm. sort of. Yeah, it, it's it's modern style. Uh, Anyway, I was surprised that we were actually getting a Kingdom Hearts 4, but then I thought to myself, well, hang on a sec, Kingdom Hearts 3 bombed. They're not going to let that story die. They're going to have to bring that back. They're going to have to redo Last Jedi sort of stuff. So, Ricky, I'll start with Uh you. Yes. What are your thoughts on the fact that Kingdom Hearts 4 was announced? Um... Let me just preface this by saying that even around me, as you can see, some Dragon Ball Z figurines, some Pokemon figurines and cards. I am not a weeb. <laughs> I, I, I do not care for a lot of Japanese things and Kingdom Hearts to me as an external, you know, looking in, uh, you know, observer, 
seems like the most Japanese like shit ever. And you throw in Disney in there, that's fine. It's some Western bullshit. But like having Disney in the past, like distance themselves as much as possible from like what's going on in the in the Kingdom Hearts universe. It's just like yeah, let, we just we sort of we sold you these characters, use them, but then like you're not going to find anything related to that at Disney World in California. There's going to be nothing. Be like, yep, that's Japan. They do their thing, and then over here in America, we just leave it all alone. Um, I just don't get it. I've 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 never played a, a, a Kingdom Hearts game. I don't mm. understand it. I've tried to do that thing where, like, you know, like when you watch like video game movies, and it's just like the cutscenes. Um, Wait, like, you just together. did that? Yeah, I had no idea what the f was going on. I had nothing. I am so confused by these games. I do not understand them. I don't get them. Um, no and the fact that there's... Ricky, it's simple. You've, you've got a character and they've got, you know, there's, there's, there's a nobody of version uh -huh. of them and then there's a heartless uh -huh. version of them. And then, uh -huh. you know, those come together and then there's separate uh -huh. versions and different worlds. And then, uh -huh. you know, this guy's the bad guy, but he's actually the good guy, but he's uh -huh. a different version of him from the past. We've come back. Mm -hmm. We've also forgotten there's two types of cutscenes. There's the ones like the video ones that you watch. And there's the, then there's the interactive ones where you've got to go through the, the text boxes. Oh my God. You've probably missed um, all of those. That, that, that's a lot of stuff there. Look. Look, I just look, swing your sword. That, people that like, <laughs> uh -huh. um, people that oh, like sword. these games, people that like these games, more power to you. I've got nothing against you, but I just don't get it. I just, All it's right. not, it's not my bag. I just, I never played them because I never had a PlayStation when I was a kid, so I missed all of the the JRPG weeb shit, and. <laughs> I just never, and then like as I got older, I was like, "Oh, first-person shooters are absolute poggers," and I just like played them forever. And then only in filthy like the casual. last like, yeah, I was a filthy casual when I was a kid. It was like Pokemon and Halo. That's it. And what? as you can see, that behind hasn't me, stopped. Pokemon and Halo. It hasn't stopped. It really hasn't. But then like eventually, when I like had money of my own, I could buy more than just Pokemon and Halo every year. I started to like venture out into like you know, as we're talking about third-person action games and, and story-driven narratives and stuff like that. But I just miss that whole era and just like type of game. So it's just a confusing mess to me. Like when I first saw like Kingdom Hearts was a thing, I'm just like, wait, why are there Disney characters interacting with people from Final Fantasy? Like it just doesn't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't it's get it. It's a crossover, so, man. It's a crossover. I, I get, I get crossover. That, that's fine. But just, yeah, it's, it's not, I'm not the person to be talking to about. I'm the person to like, that will sit there and just like nod his head and just go, uh-huh. Yep. Cool, sick. Sean, Fun. are you Kingdom Hearts guy? Have you had much experience with them in the past? Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. I am a Kingdom Hearts guy. Uh, but as I said, like I haven't played 3 yet because I've I've just been turned off. But basically, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, uh, 358 Two Days on the DS, uh, Birth by Sleep Birth on the PSP. Um, One of the best ones. We're talking about Chain of Memories on the GBA. And then they mm. also did the remaster in, as part of the collection, 1.5 remix. Um, like I've been involved in understanding it. And then, as I said, when it got to about the end of Kingdom Hearts 2, where they really started to throw in all these other things that were just like unanswered questions and who's that person and what's their link to that. And, oh, you're not going to tell us. Oh, that's cool. Oh, you're the same person. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, you're, you're, you're the same person, but you're not, but you, you might be the spirit of them, but you couldn't be a nobody but you, you're actually a heartless but wait now you're not yeah anyway so that that's where i sit mm. in regards to kingdom hearts 
You sound as confused as I do, and I've never played the games. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, I've I've played through all the mainline ones. I've done the PSP. I, I've dabbled, right? And I have finished Kingdom Hearts three. It, it story wise, it was a disappointment because I, I think after all that build up of since Kingdom Hearts two waiting so long, it sold pretty well. I think five million units in a month type thing. Like that, it's the best selling Kingdom Hearts game ever. Um, but I do think the story was lacking. Now, coming into this, seeing that, you know, 2019 was Kingdom Hearts 3, and here we are in 2022, we were talking Kingdom Hearts 4. It's a bit of a shock. Uh, maybe not so much of a shock once we learn how it yeah. all came to be. Uh, but for me, I was intrigued by the different style, the different art style of the game. I'm like, okay, cool. Are we... Maybe not rebooting it, but are we kind of doing a soft reboot so for new players to join in and not be completely lost, or even in Sean's instance, players of the game who are completely lost? Like, oh. let's bring in new people. <laughs> uh, yeah. But doesn't seem when you're talking about Quantondrum or whatever it is, which apparently is is like the Quantum. afterlife uh, in the Kingdom's Heart Kingdom Hearts universe, which ties into the end of three and some of the DLC. It's you know. I was a fan as a kid. When you were dumb and young and you had no idea what was happening, really, you're just like, I'm there, I'm in the Tarzan world, I'm doing these things. Danny DeVito or some character that sounds like Danny DeVito's here in the Hercules world. Like, that was all cool. I I loved that. I loved having the Disney villains be like these real villains, like having Hades talk to, you know, different villains from different series and all that. I thought that was really cool. But they did go full Nomura and lost me. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm here. I probably will play this game. We're not going to... It, it's not coming out for at least three, four years. Easily. Yeah. We don't expect this into at least 2025. But we'll see what happens. But yeah, I don't know. I, I need to be sold on it. We don't know what platform it's what platforms it's releasing on. So we don't know if it's previous gen and next gen or current gen. Or if it's just current generation. Is it an exclusive? Kingdom Hearts 3 obviously launched on Xbox where the other ones were more PlayStation-centric for the, the mainline games. So there's still a lot of unanswered questions, a lot to learn, and... Oh, you know? Well, you, you mentioned about the voice acting. Um, on a side note, so the voice of Iago, so Gilbert Gottfried, the, uh, yeah. the comedian, he's unfortunately passed away. He actually voiced Iago the parrot from Aladdin in Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. One and two, yeah. Yep. So he he did the legit voice. Usually they would get voice actors for that sort of stuff, but no, he he went in and did that. So, yeah. Uh, I'd say rest in peace. Know, rest in peace. Uh, but in regards to Kingdom Hearts four, I have a feeling that as you mentioned, it ties into the end of three and the DLC, which is yeah something I've read as well. I feel like this we should just see it as a new world. And every time Sora, Donald and Goofy enter a new world, they look different. They take on the form of whatever it is, whether it's underwater, they'll, you know, or a toy in Toy Story. I, I feel like that's kind of the, the so. initial vibe I'm getting. I don't think the entire game is going to look exactly how we've seen in the trailer. I think that's one world. And I'm pretty sure that that's also... Um, a marketing thing that they've done for previous games where they might show you like a standard Sora and then they'll show you like a like two other Sora's from two different worlds and you're like, oh, what's going on here? So I, I have a mm. feeling that's probably going to be the way that it goes. But um, Josh, you were leading on to something. 
And that's the fact that we've mentioned Kingdom Hearts 4 would be released. We actually talked about this last year because NVIDIA got had a whole database of games leaked uh, you know, for, for testing for their... Um, uh, yeah, for I, think a developer I think was, was uploaded, yeah. yeah, a developer was uploading something to GeForce or whatever and for some reason the it sent him a list of games. It just gave him a full list, which now we're seeing so much of it come true and Kingdom Hearts 4, uh, to your point, Sean, was one of those games and here we are and it's announced. Yeah, and we didn't think... Like, at the time, because we, we spoke about it on the podcast... I don't think any of us thought that Kingdom Hearts 4 would come. Not this soon. Not At least not this soon, yeah. But it looks like it's been in the works for at least 18 months, I would say. Mm. If they're able to give us that sort of um, like trailer and a little bit of gameplay as well, straight off the bat, we're looking at at least 18 months, two years. So chances are, the moment they finish 3, they actually started on 4. Yeah, that's and the time I think at, at the moment it's in Unreal Engine 4, but they have said they are converting it over to Unreal 5. So that would tell me that this will be a current generation exclusive, especially by the time it comes out, we'll be so far into the PS5 and series life that it's probably best just to launch it there. But yeah, this this basically I think is the game that confirms the leak. We've had a lot of it come true. We've seen Chrono Cross come back. We've seen God of War go to PC, the Uncharted collection, but Kingdom Hearts 4 was like, well, we waited 10, 15 years for yeah. two to three. Now we're going to wait two, three years before the announcement. So that links into some of Square Enix other stuff, right? Like the other big game that's on there that everyone's talking about now is Final Fantasy IX Remake mm. was listed as one of those games. So I haven't played those game, that game personally, but that gets me excited as a new Final Fantasy fan. And I've spoken about it a million times through seven and going back to 10 and really falling in love with final fantasy and nine's one of those critical games right i think yeah. six which is four in japan i think final fantasy six final fantasy seven final fantasy nine are the three big ones that people talk about yeah, so before 10 like before 10 it. yeah and then you get those our generation you get your vinnies of the world that play 10 and you know <laughs> that's there the, it's, the best it's you know man but... it's just you know anyway yeah. ricky i want to bring you into this conversation yeah <laughs> so okay okay so we'll, we'll we'll skip the nvidia leak question for you because i got something for you now mm -hmm. we had we've had a kingdom hearts one come in 2002 kingdom hearts 2 came out 2005 so we're talking mainline games kingdom hearts 3 came out what 2019 19 yep and now we're looking at a kingdom hearts 4 so mm -hmm. i guess the question is like you know not only did we need a Kingdom Hearts 4, like, do we think that, you know, maybe it should have stopped, but perhaps there's other, like, game series which just keep releasing titles that maybe they should stop. Maybe we don't need a, a Gears of War 6 or 7. Like, maybe we don't... Maybe we didn't need Halo Infinite sort of thing. Like, are, are there any game series that you can think of where we can say, you know what? It's done. You're done. Witcher 1, 2, 3, done. Let's put that in the archive. Mm. Shelve it. We don't need a four. Oh, yeah. Um, look, I think like one of the obvious like answers to this question right off the bat, and a lot of people would agree with this, is probably Assassin's Creed. You, you, you're done. Maybe give us the Japan one and then get rid of it. 
Um, well, they're doing, the legacy, they're doing legacy, which is going to be a bit different to what we're currently at. But that, I, yeah. I think that, that has to be the last one. Yeah, I think that it, it, it's had its time in the sun. It was fun uh, for the most part while it lasted. Um, kind of dipped in the middle there a lot. And then like, I really liked Valhalla. I thought it was a, a really good, a really yep. good setting for a game like that. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, but yeah, just uh, take it behind the shed and, and give it a little bit of an old yeller and just let, you know, say what you will about Ubisoft as a company. They have given us some really, really cool games and game franchises in the past. I would like to see what they can do next. Yes. And just Riders Republic. release release the shackles Skull of and bones <laughs> hyperspace or hyperscape I, I would personally like to see and i think they are working on this um a sands of time remake yes uh, apparently yes, coming been yes. announced and looks yep. terrible yes. and they've gone quiet on it again because yeah. it looked like it was a, it looks like a mobile too. game port yeah upresed mm. it looks shocking no build it from the because uh, uh, i heard they were building it from the ground up they are it they just are. looks like a mobile game no <laughs> <laughs> No, and actually, you mentioned you mentioning, you mentioning Ubisoft. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll quickly put into that. Um, yeah, I think they and we're shitting on Ubisoft. This is great. I love this. Uh, they need to stop Far Cry. Yeah, you peaked at Let three. Let it go. It was the best. Four, I'm, so I'm happy with good. four and Primal. Yeah. I think five, yeah. like that, should have been the last it. one. We didn't I need like six, the we idea of like a one. Midwestern cult leader. Like that's a cool idea. Mm. and they flubbed it you fucked it you just like they've, they've never ever topped like Vass as a villain a Pagan Min was alright I didn't like Pagan Min I he liked it yeah. no 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 um, but like 3 was like you you hit it was such a cultural like cornerstone of like the early 2010s it just it just worked it worked so fucking well and it's so hard to like to back that up. It's so hard, to, and it's the same with like Assassin's Creed Two, right? Assassin's Creed Two was fucking awesome. I love that game. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Brotherhood and Revelations were fine. Brotherhood and then three, better. Brotherhood, maybe they were both great. Um, well, the whole they were, they were. trilogy then, was fantastic. It, it, it was, it was. But then, like, you hit three, and it's like, ah, oh, I don't like Connor. He's a bitch. Um, and ever since then, it's like, you've had these little like spikes of like, oh, this is cool again. Like okay. Origins, I think was cool. Valhalla, I think was cool, but nothing's ever hit that peak again. Nothing's ever hit the peak of like Assassin's Creed 2. Nothing's come close to, I think, Far Cry 3. So it is that mental gymnastics and that calculation that companies have to do. It's like, all right, do we continue to commit to a series like this because we've got the brand name that people love? and just try to recreate that magic or do we just take the goodwill and then start a new IP and hope that we're going to bring enough people over from the goodwill from our more successful games. Well, well, actually, and that is like yeah. the, the little thing that like companies obviously do all the time. Um, but yeah, I think like they've got to start to like look at that and go, are we shackled by the fact that we're making the same game every year, every two years? Can we get rid of these shackles and sort of start to be free like free in our creative process again and try to come up with something new and try to create that new cool franchise that's going to like last the next 20 years or whatever well you've raised a good point and before i get you josh to answer you 
Ricky, what you were saying brought me back to um uh, to Turtle Rock Studios because oh, they killed cool. they killed it with Left for Dead one and two. They did yep. and then evolve and then it stopped. Yeah. Evolve, great game, great concept, shit out of luck, and then they've tried really? to, they've yeah. tried to hit that magic again of Left for Dead with Back for Blood, and let's be honest, it hasn't quite hit. So it was fun. Yeah, it was fun, but like eh, it's not yeah. carry on anyway josh i, I want to hear your perspective so what mm. game series do you think should throw in the towel and say okay we're done here yeah i love how the, it became the ubisoft thing but it's true a lot of it is is them <laughs> um i think i will say in the playstation sphere i think last of us needs to be put to bed i love the series i love that we're getting a hbo show i think it's going to be incredible right like the story behind it's fantastic i still think last of us one is a better game than last of us part two and I think the series is fantastic, deep, you know, emotional driven, but I think it can be put away. And Sony in in their past have been pretty good with this because I think Uncharted 4, people started to have that feeling and Uncharted's been put on the shelf since then, right? We haven't seen an Uncharted game since 2016. We've just seen re-releases. We've just seen re-releases and a movie, uh, but we haven't seen another Uncharted game. And now it's kind of like, Man, now I want an Uncharted game. I would love to get another Uncharted game with Nolan North and go through that experience again. So I think, yeah, Last of Us is a series I think is is great, can be put on a shelf. Another series that was put on the shelf that's come back is God of War, right? Because after God of War 3 peaked, we got Ascension and everyone's like, why, we, why is it multiplayer? Why is Kratos different? Put it on the shelf. And now we got to 2018 God of War and everyone's raving for it. So I think there's series that... And I think Kingdom Hearts, back to Kingdom Hearts, fits in that. It just needs... It doesn't need a break because there was such a long period of time between 2 and 3. It just needs a refresh. A re soft reboot. It doesn't need to be a reboot. I don't think that's the best way to go. I think you just, need to, you just need to end the saga that was the Keyblade saga or whatever they want to call it. If we're going to move into this Lost Master arc, maybe... All right, maybe keep Sora, but you could give us a new protagonist well they had Goofy and Donald. yeah but that's still kind of so heavily linked to the, the past such stuff a nobody. And Sora. yeah and i think you can keep goofy keep all those characters because everyone knows who they are but just maybe start fresh and that's my biggest hope with kingdom hearts 4 it's linked to the past uh, not literally you know what i mean yeah, but there's a link Zelda, to the past yeah. but it, it starts fresh Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, same thing, right? It's it's They're all linked, but it's a different take, a different view on it. Other series besides Ubisoft games that can be put on the shelf, I, I to Sean's point earlier, I think Gears of War is one of those games. I've never been a fan of a studio, the idea of a studio created just to make one type of game or one specific game. Like yeah. Coalition's literally named after a Gears of War thing and their job is to make Gears of War. Like we knew the next one was coming before the last one finished type thing halos probably 343 probably going to be working on another halo game right like it, it is what it is so i think microsoft probably could do a little bit better of they're in a tough spot because they can't really afford to put anything on the shelf because they need they haven't got other ip that are front facing besides halo gears and forza at the moment maybe once we get about and those other series they can switch those out very similar to what sony have done I still but think yeah, Sea of Thieves needs to be part of that conversation, to be honest. I, I do think so too. Uh, but I think, yeah, in terms of, of, of other series that can be put on the shelf, I think 
anything that Ubisoft does. I, I agree, agree with both of you guys. They just need creative freedom to make something that isn't hyperscape, that isn't NFT driven. Let's oh, chuck God. in Tom Clancy's name on here. God rest his soul for whatever reason. Let's 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 go back. Let's let's give us give us Splinter Cell. God damn it! I was okay. about to say that. Bring back Splinter Cell for fuck's sake. Um, I do have one more yep. before we yeah, move yeah, on. No, no um, we keep going. Yeah. Uh, might be a little bit controversial, but uh, Fallout. Yeah. I I yeah. think we're I think we're done. Yeah. I think we're done. Would you I say uh, Would you say Elder Scrolls as well? No, I think there's more. I think that you can squeeze more out of give that. Him, give him this, this new one that's Six. coming out. Well, you got online as well. We'll... And that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that far surpasses Fallout 76. You know what? Yeah. I, will, I will say this, Ricky, before you finish. I don't yes. know if it's so, so much Fallout or Elder Scrolls that you, you're thinking that. I get where you're coming from. I don't think it's the games. I think it needs a new engine. and like Because they don't come out often. Yeah. Like Fallout, the last Fallout was, what, 2015? Not 76, yeah. but the last uh, Fallout real Fallout game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like they're, they're, they're that far apart. And Elder Scrolls, the same thing. Like Skyrim was 2011. Like it was a long time ago. Yeah, but I think you're just thinking the way the games play and the engine that they run on can use a complete. You want to talk about a reboot? So Bethesda, and fresh. so Bethesda needs a new engine. Which I think they had. They're, they're <laughs> Starfield's apparently on a new engine. So I will just say that because I don't think it's those games in particular. I can I can see listeners and and whatever viewers going what the hell is this guy talking about elder scrolls we want elder scrolls we want yeah. we want those games but i think it's yeah, the yeah. engine and everything behind it look it, it could be but i also think that like i think fallout has fallen into that same cycle of like three slash new vegas it peaked four was it was fine but it didn't capture that same level as i think fallout 3 or what new vegas did so i think that maybe yeah we don't cull it but we put it on the shelf for like 10 years and then maybe come back to it okay in a little while and just sort of like because like also everyone has fallout 76 as the bad taste in the back of their mouth right now because it's the last thing they did and it kind of sucked didn't even kind of suck it it sucked um Although apparently it's quite better. It's better now because all the servers are stable and stuff, but like it doesn't have... It works the, now. Yeah, it's good. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have the player base right now. Like I know they're still releasing content for it, I think. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's adding NPCs content. and all that. Yeah. And that was not fully Bethesda like, game works, game yeah. studios, yeah, the game exactly. Thing. It's not... It's well, kind actually, of the same way that like New Vegas wasn't entirely a Bethesda yeah, game. It was, yeah. you know... Obsidians. Yeah. Um, Obsidians, yeah. So like I can see like them looking at once again, it's that, it's that cost like equation you got to do in your head. It's like, all right, everyone's had that bad taste from 76. Do we just put it on the shelf, work on stuff like Starfield, come up with some like new stuff to work on, see how that goes. And then in 10 years time, we come to, well, not E3 anymore because it's dead, but we come to the game show at the time and just be like, fucking mic drop, here's Fallout 5. After all this time's gone past where people are like, the cycle of, it comes out, people realize it's not as good as they thought it was. And then like we have a series of five years of video essays explaining exactly why it sucks dick. It gets into everyone's head and then uh, we hate it. And then that sort of fades and then you get you come back around in a few years time and you're just like, God, I miss Fallout 4. It was such a good game. Why did I think it was shit at the time? And then that's the point where Bethesda's like, got him, Fallout 5. Yeah. 
see, I'm I'm kind of a little bit. I I, I kind of disagree with you there in a sense where I think we say that Fallout Three and New Vegas is the peak of Fallout. You've got to keep in mind that Fallout Three was the first time that it actually went first person and third person. It was it was a top down shooter. It was a completely different game. And so when they brought it to that first person, third person perspective, that's that's where it kicked off. And New Vegas just improved on it. So then they just tried to do that again with Fallout 4, which it worked, but they tried different things like with the settlements and that didn't work. Mm. They, like, I think Fallout, Fallout 76 was a great idea. They just didn't pull it off. So I think if, if you were to announce Fallout 5 tomorrow, I think there would be like, everyone would go massive for it. Not only that, you'd know it'd be Xbox on Game Pass day one. But yeah. anyway, Josh? I just, I just remember the hype. Sorry, I just one more thing. Yeah. I just remember the hype when Fallout 4 got announced. It was insane. It was That was because they announced I, it and said it's and coming it out. Like, and, yeah, yeah, it's like it's coming out in like two months' time. Um, but it was like it was this rumored thing for ages that people were like, when's Fallout 4 coming? When's Fallout 4 coming? When's it coming? And then it finally got dropped and announced, and they're like, oh, two months' time, are you getting it? But it was like it was this fever pitch. And right now I don't feel the same fever pitch for a Fallout 5. Yeah, okay. Josh? I was just going to say everything that we're talking about with Fallout in particular with Bethesda is happening, right? Like they're, they're yeah. putting it on the shelf. We've got Starfield and then they've announced Elder Scrolls, the next Six, Elder yeah. Scrolls, which is in development early, early, early. So we're not going to see that until another five years time. So by the time we're getting a new Fallout, it will be nearly 10 years. So you're, you're probably not far off. I know they, I think they're yeah. working on a Fallout television show as well for yep. whatever reason, but of course they why are. Not? Of course they are. But yeah, the, the list can go on. I think you can put games on... I think there's a difference between a series needs to stop. I think Assassin's Creed, all due respect, can probably stop. And then there's put it on a shelf like we did with Infamous and you can bring it back and it could be not as great as it could be. And then you put it back way? on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that game barely even made it on the shelf. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> But it's yeah, I think the off. list can go on and it could be a whole conversation in itself. But yeah, Kingdom Hearts is coming. So buckle up. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, I will leave you with, uh, yeah, what if they put Pokemon on the shelf? I know they won't, but what no, if? Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. Just think think about that for a sec. Uh, anyway. Again, that's a studio that just makes Pokemon games. It's all they have. The Game Freak. Oh, they've made other stuff. I'm sure. <laughs> when <laughs> name a game name another game game uh, freaking made uh, google it don't don't give me your journalism gotcha <laughs> bullshit all right so we're gonna have a look at our upcoming games for the next week now it is a pretty dry week so the only one i've got here on the list is star wars the force unleashed is getting a remaster for the nintendo switch and that comes out on the 20th of april gentlemen have you played the original, like when it first came out? I, I enjoyed it. I like the physics engine more, but I, uh, so. I enjoyed it. No way I did. Yeah, I played the first one. I didn't play the second one. Was there a sequel? Yeah. For, yeah, yeah Force Unleashed 2. Force Unleashed 2. Yeah, yeah, I think sorry. I got yeah, it on yeah. the bloody Wii. Like, yes, that's right. I, I think <laughs> I, I did play the original uh and yeah it, it was fun at the time right it was cool to even though back then i had no idea who any of these characters were and i was like where's Watto, right like where's yeah. where's jedi Watto? the game was Annie. fun Annie. 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 i saved your mother Annie. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um and actually that that 
leads the fact that there's only like that uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed coming out this week and we've had uh, Star Wars Skywalker Saga uh, come out last week, was it? Yeah. Yeah, last week. Uh, it's good fun to get quiet. Star, Star Wars is still around. Should Star Wars stop? Okay. Yes. But <laughs> okay. Okay, Josh is a what? yes, but he hasn't watched what? it, so... <laughs> I have, I've seen all the Star Wars movies now. All the main yeah, lines. I watch the shows. Are we talking like are we talking like the TV shows, the movies, the video games? Which which version of the video games are we talking about here? Like, there's too much Star Wars to just go. Let's just stop Star Wars. It's mm. it's like a perpetual motion machine at this point, where just like it continually pushes out content that is just omnipresent across every viable. There's content. anime. <laughs> there yeah, is anime. There is. It's there's comic books, and the comic books are apparently really really good. Um, but yeah, like movies, sure. Stop mm. the movies, cut it out. Yeah. We've got you the TV shows now. <laughs> exactly. And they are so much goddamn better. All they right. really are. So stop Star Wars. But so, yeah, before you do that, give us the, give us the KOTOR remake and then you can stop the games. Okay. Well, actually I was going to talk about the games, uh, in regards to Star Wars. Cause we know that there's one coming, which is, um, the Fallen Order 2 or whatever they decide to call it uh because yeah. of the LucasArts acquisition and they they stopped a whole bunch of games uh one of them was that bounty hunter game if you guys remember yeah uh, there was a a game being made oh, out of yeah. ea yeah and that was the one that had amy henning which was the writer from uncharted she was working it was codenamed ragtag i think it was and that was yeah. uh vicarious no what's the studio there it starts with v let me uh, yeah. let me fact check it while you guys are still yeah going. you can fact check that but visceral visceral visceral, visceral that's it yeah. visceral they're yeah. the ones that got that got shut down and that was apparently like a an uncharted style wasn't it like you were was but you're, you're, you're not a, you're not a jedi that was the thing like you, yeah. you interact and then that, that's cool like i think we've all like lightsabers are fun right i'm not i'm not here to tell you Swinging a shiny sword ain't fun. But what I'm saying is when you're in a world, a universe, a galaxy, some might say, where there's so much going on, Watto's there. Do we need to be a Jedi all the time? Why can't we be the bounty hunter? Why can't we be Watto? Wasn't it the, yeah, wasn't the game where like you were in, you're in like you're a bounty hunter in Coruscant or something and you had to go up a building, like level by level. No, Each yeah. level was like that was a different, a game? different one. That's that a was different a different one. cancelled Star Wars game. Yeah, that one sounded awesome because it sounded like the raid, but a video game. And I'm like, in Star Wars universe, I'm like, give me that. That sounds sick. But I think that was part of that got scrapped. That was Di was that the yeah, Disney that was uh, Star Wars thirteen thirteen, and that's the cancelled uh, one where they had that leaked footage, and it's like you're going up the tower. Yeah, yeah. There was, there was multiple sounded, Star Wars games. Yeah, that sounded awesome, and they scrapped that too. See, so, so we've we currently know that Fallen Order two is in development, yeah. but there are rumors around that um, you know they are going to start working with LucasArts Games again, or at least try and build it from the ground up this is what i've heard now yeah josh you can you can check to see if this is right um, no no i was just checking i think ubisoft are also doing a star wars game aren't they yeah so we are going to start seeing a few more right. star wars games so it looks like star wars is kind of moving from the uh the films and now they're going to be doing more tv shows as we've seen Everything. with mandalorian and book of Boba fett and we'll be getting more games instead of Quantum Dream. Yeah, the, the the team behind Heavy Rain are doing a Star Wars game, Star Wars Eclipse. Yeah, Ubisoft oh, have announced yeah. they're doing a, a new Star Wars project. 
that was the thing. They had obviously the the license Jeez. with EA with yeah with EA Dis for so long. Disney's now just it's everywhere. Just, Disney's just handing out Star Wars contracts to everybody. Yeah, and it's like, hey, go make a game. Go just so just make it. We've got we've got content there in terms of Star Wars games. I think we're we've kind of you know a little bit sick of not having any decent games. Like we've had the the Battlefront reboots, which first one was pretty empty, and the second one we all know how that went. Still a fun game to play, but we all know how that went. Fall, yeah, uh, yeah. Fallen Order was, I think, fantastic. I think mm, that was yeah. great. And I think you, yeah, you guys agree. So I'm keen to see the sequel. And the fact that they've got all these other titles now in the works, I think they've started to really see, okay, well, maybe instead of doing like, you know, an Assassin's Creed or a Far Cry like every year, like, you know, turn Star Wars games into that sort of thing, let's you know broaden our horizons let let's bring open Make an avatar the, game the brand new sketchbook let's get to work let's try and create new ideas in this evolving galaxy that is far, yeah stay far. Away, like i think like josh would stay away from the fucking jedis we're sick of like that. we're done like give us like pod racing 2 electric boogaloo damn straight give us another pod racing game my god um i think that the reason the new, the new Star Wars TV shows work so well is because, and we're kind of going to get this in Obi-Wan a little bit, but not so much, is the fact that like the Jedis and the Force and that are just like this myth mm. that is like talked about in hush whispers and like the Empire does everything they can to squash it. So if you, and I, I don't know how this, the new, uh, the Quantic Dream Star Wars game is going to like play into that, what era it's going to, I think it's like Old Republic era, like, like 2000, 3000 years before don't the know. films. We'll never pretty, pretty sure it is from what I heard. Press but X like, for Jason. That's yeah. deep cut, um, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like if you were to give us like a game where you're just like a regular person just sort of making your way in the universe and like the whole like Jedi Force thing was like this myth that you heard about that this this legend that was like unattainable by you and then you obviously get caught up in it because you're the protagonist in the video game. That would be a cool thing uh, to sort of do where it's not just, you know, getting the Wiimote out and doing some of, the, some of these. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I think there's, there's Star Wars so much. Anyone? Oh yeah. God, God, seeing those dance, it was like Darth solo. Vader doing <laughs> yeah, solo. Running solo. <laughs> but there's like, there's so much content to be mined. Like you can create an entire series of games. that is just like ancillary Star Wars games that have nothing to do with the Skywalkers for Christ's sake. Um, so yeah, I would, I would love to see that in the future, but but for those of you who haven't played it, Star Wars Lego, really fun. Really fun. Yeah, actually, that is a good point. Yeah, it is really fun from what I've It is. Heard. It's, it's so, just so much fun. All right. We are going to move on from there. Uh, we're actually going to wrap up our show for today, I reckon. However, before we do finish up, we have our weekly musing or our final thought. Now, Josh, you've got the floor for this one. What's your mm -hmm. question? Just to put out there. So I wonder if you if you're listening to this while you're, you're driving your car, put your two hands on the wheel and just close your eyes for a second. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> put it in park. <laughs> park first, and then maybe close your eyes. But I want you to, to to ponder this. Ponder me this. All right. What what's the uh, why do we think no one can capture the magic that is from software? You know, we got mm. souls like games out there, but why is it that no one can capture what from soft? can do now open your eyes and here we are and that's interesting 
something to ponder. Mm. But while you're pondering, we're going to head off. And we, we are done for this week. And we will see you next week. So anyway, thank you very much for watching. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed Busy Playing Something Live, episode two here on YouTube. I've been your host for today, Sean. Joined, as always, by the Tarnished One, Joshua LaRosa and Ricky El Nito. Thank you very much for watching once again. And we shall see you next week. Josh, you can Bye. give us our little... You can give, give you a little thing. Live... Bring PS3 native emulation to uh, PS5. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, that's that's a better one. I like that one.